0: A reading from Psalm 8. These are God's words. For the choir director, according to the Gittith, a psalm of David. O Yahweh our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth, who displays your splendor above the heavens. From the mouth of infants and nursing babes, you have established strength because of your adversaries, to make the enemy and the revengeful cease. When I see your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars, which you have established, what is man that you remember him, and the Son of Man that you care for him? Yet you have made him a little lower than the angels, and you crown him with glory and majesty. You make him to rule over the works of your hands. You have put all things under his feet all sheep and oxen, and also the animals of the field, the birds of the heavens, and the fish of the sea. Whatever passes through the paths of the sea, O Yahweh our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. These are God's words. You can take your seats. So, so far as we have considered the Psalms at Redwood, so far we have only seen Psalms written by David in times of trouble, but Psalm 8 is very different. It is not attached to a particular time or circumstance in David's life. But here we see David meditating upon reality, considering the created world and his place in it, and it causes him to burst out in worship toward his God, whose majesty and splendor are evident in all the earth. Unlike most modern worship songs, David wrote this song as a coherent whole. That is, in a sense, it has a singular focus. Um, It is not just a smattering of disconnected Christianese phrases set to a nice gitteth tune, but an intentional work that has an objective and a clear design. We see him reflecting upon a variety of profound truths, but all these truths are connected somehow in David's mind. He is not just bouncing from one idea to another arbitrarily. He wants to express his love for a larger truth by looking at it from many angles. So what is this larger truth that he is reflecting upon? And we've touched on it a little bit. He is meditating on the special place that God has for man in his creation. That the God who made the immense and vast collection of the stars that wonderfully shine down on us from outer space, that God has made us, little mankind, the center of his creation. He cares for us. And more than that, He has crowned us with glory and majesty, giving us the tremendous calling to rule over all his creation. It says, You make him to rule over the works of your hands. You have put all things under his feet. Wow. This meditation that David has put before us is a fruitful one. And in this life, we will never exhaust its riches. All sheep and oxen and also the animals of the field the birds of the heavens and the fish of the sea, whatever passes through the paths of the sea, God gave us all of this creation to rule over. This is why Psalm 8 is a particularly good psalm for us to come back to often. It pulls us out of our navel-gazing and causes us to consider God's greater plan for us in the earth. It orients us back to our created purpose and fills our life with profound meaning. We could continue to reflect upon this main point this morning, But I want to finish by considering one of the secondary things that David includes in the psalm, that to the modern church, it can almost seem out of place. The psalm begins with, O Yahweh our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth, who displays your splendor in the heavens. Then it says, From the mouth of infants and nursing babes you have established strength, because of your adversaries, to make the enemy and the revengeful cease. Then it continues on to the main reflection of man's place in creation. Of all the things that David could have included in this lofty psalm about creational realities, he includes one verse at the front end about the importance of young children glorifying God. Now kids, you need to pay particular attention at this point. Eyes up here, listen to me. God wants you to sing to Him. He loves it when He hears you singing, how great thou art. Though you cannot see him when you're singing, you should know that your heavenly father is smiling down on you from heaven when you bring him praise. And do you know why? There are many reasons, but the one thing that this psalm gives is that though you have little bodies, God has established strength through what comes out of your mouth. God says that he's going to take down his enemies through the obedience of little ones. You are tremendously important to God and his church. This is what the great reformer John Calvin had to say about this. Quote, David not only introduces babes as witnesses and preachers of God's glory, but also attributes mature strength to their mouth. The Hebrew expression is very emphatic. It means the same thing as if he had said, These are invincible champions of God who, when it comes to conflict, can easily scatter and discomfort the whole host of the wicked despisers of God and those who have abandoned themselves to impiety. This is why separating children from the worship services of our church is such a travesty. Children are not supposed to be removed from the collective praises of the church. To do so is to water down the church's potency. From the mouth of infants and nursing babes, God has ordained strength. Do those who divide the churches by age believe that their worship services can do without the strength that God has given it through their children? At Redwood, we want to show our belief in Psalm 8 too, by including our children's potent witness to the glory of God in our worship, even if it means extra noise, even if it means more work and greater distractions for our parents. For us to sufficiently quantify the strength that God has established through children's mouths and to fully explain how that strength works is impossible. Nevertheless, we ought to believe in its power and act accordingly. God forbid that we mess around with his power structures. As the psalm says, this is how God intends, quote, to make the enemy and the revengeful cease. I believe that one reason why the modern church has become so anemic and impotent is because it has not understood the strength that God has established through nursing babes and infants. This power is counterintuitive to the natural mind and it requires real faith in God's word to believe it. We are hemorrhaging our children to apostasy and false religion because in our wisdom we sent them out with their strength from our worship services at an early age. They have learned to use their mouths elsewhere and aren't interested in returning with their weapons. The world needs to see the church has intact and worshipping families or else what do we have to offer them really? The family is disintegrating fine without Christianity's help. May God keep our children in order that his enemies may be overcome and may he be pleased with our collective praises as we seek to do his will as it is expressed in Psalm 145, verse 4. One generation shall lord your works to another, and together they shall declare your mighty deeds. Let us sing Psalm 8 now.
1: In all the earth, Yahweh our Lord, how glorious your name! For you have set above the heavens your glory and your fame. From infants and from children's lips you ordered praise to sound, to silence all your enemies, the wicked to confound. When I regard the heavens you made, Your fingers work I trace. I see the moon and shining stars which you have set in place. I ask myself, why then is man that you should give him thought? The son of man that you to him such gracious care have brought made him little less than those who dwell in heaven above. And you have crowned and honored him with glory and with love. You gave him charge of all the works created by all. command. All flocks and herds and birds and fish, all beasts both wild and tame. In all the earth, Yahweh our Lord, how glorious